Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is the Scoped Exposure Podcast. Um, doing a bit of a different kind of episode. Um, there's, it's been a long time doing this show, and one thing that I've wanted to to do for a minute is kind of more, just kind of free flowing thought stuff from me. Um, you know, we've been doing a lot of interviews. We've done some discussion-based shows. We do the listen-up series. Um, but I really think it's time for me to kind of carve out a bit of a lane for myself to be able to share my thoughts on either something that's going on in the scene or something involved with me. Um, so, you know, bit of a different episode if you're looking for just like the interview stuff, you know, come back next time we post or whatever. Um, but this episode, I feel is kind of, I want to kind of focus around just kind of what's going on with me uh, lately, because there's been a lot of changes with Scoped in the last six months alone. Uh, and yeah, there's just like different things that have just either been on my mind and want to talk about. And if you're down for that, I love that you're here. You're here. <laughs> Um, Bev check wise, it's hella early in the morning. It's seven thirty. I'm I'm literally recording this episode and editing it and posting it the same day. Um, I was supposed to record an episode yesterday and this morning in replace uh, of this one, but um, the garbage truck that runs down my street cut the internet wire. So we're no internet for the next day or so, and uh. So I was thinking, you know, I could e have easily just been like, I guess it no no episode on Tuesday again. But I was like, you know, I'm gonna take some time to uh, to do an episode and and to talk and hotspot it on my phone. So Bev check wise, it's hella early in the morning, and I'm just drinking my second cup of coffee. I kind of made one, downed it immediately, and then made a second one for this. So I think the jitters might be very apparent in the recording of things. So, um, yeah, I'm, I think that there's a lot of newer people that have been following the, the channel. You know, there's people that are avid listeners of the show that know me, but I, I've seen the growth and seen a few new faces around here. So I think maybe like just kind of starting off, I can kind of hit hit y'all with a bit of an intro as to who I am and, and why I, I, I do this whole thing to begin with and then kind of get into the things going on in, in the Scoped universe. So, um, hello, uh, my name is Spencer Priest. I am, what, what, what I, I guess like I'm Mr. CEO of Scoped Exposure. Um, I kind of run this whole project and started this back in 20. 16 um 30 years old um as of this year and there's been a lot of you know a lot of shit that uh I've been both excited about and frankly a little a little overwhelmed about um you know when I first started scoped it definitely was like this is just kind of like a gap that I see within my hardcore scene up here in western canada and I think it was both exciting to see people excited about that gap being filled. And I think now that I've been doing this for, for 
pretty much six years, scoped is six as of July. Um, I've realized, especially in this last year, that this is no longer like a passion project. This is like an actual job and an actual like thing that I need to upkeep. And, you know, part of the problem with that is that I think as I've gotten older, my responsibilities and the things that are at stake for me to, you know, they're just regular things in life. Those have scaled up, gotten more intense and um, taken up more time and scoped at, at the same time has leveled up and, you know, become more of a thing that I really need to not just like, oh, like this is it, it is a fun thing for me to do. But to do it at the scale that it is now, it requires more organization and more focus for me. And honestly, that's been very challenging uh as far as like the the back half of this year and i think one thing that i haven't really talked about at all either on my own personal socials or my own um or 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 this account is um you know i i i've talked a lot about you know having been diagnosed with crohn's disease for i would say I don't, I don't know if it's for sure up on 10 years, but that's been its own struggle when it comes to just maintaining stress and, um, and, and making sure that I'm in check with myself when it comes to trying to minimize any flare-ups or anything that would kind of uh, make my, my health situation a little worse. I, I feel like things are at bay, for, for if, if anyone's concerned. Things are at bay, so I'm not like in like a really bad state but there were definitely times when i first started filming shows where it was a lot bad but on right medication you know kind of know how the signs and how to maintain that so with that being said something that's a little bit newer in my i guess my own journey in life is uh being diagnosed with adhd um that happened probably like earlier this year um that's something that i sought you know, counsel with into the months of February. And that's been, I think, a, a double whammy effect as far as kind of knowing that and and realizing that some of the struggles, whether it was professionally or stuff that I was struggling with scoped, is not just because I'm a lazy piece of shit. It's because I have, um, my brain is not operating in the way that a, a regular adult would. And there are kind of some challenges that I either need to seek alternative ways to, you know, manage my time and my productivity and also my own mental health. Um, but also kind of exploring if, you know, med medication or, or something is the route to go. Um, so with all that being said, it's it's been a double whammy of that plus turning 30 and having that, not that like, not a midlife crisis or anything like that, but just kind of realizing that, you know, I, a lot of people will think I look a lot younger than I am. And I think, you know, I've been telling people that I think that I have a young soul. I don't have like an old soul where someone's like, oh, you, you look like you've lived a lot of life. I, I've definitely lived 30 years of a life, um, but I still feel that energy and spark that I did when I was like 22 or 23 first getting into the scene. So I think that shocks some people, but I think I've kind of 
made an assessment as to why, you know, I come off a little more youthful than I am. Um, I know there's like, you know, some 40 year old listening to this podcast, like, bro, <laughs> you, you are still young. But I think all that being said, it's, it's been a double whammy of turning 30 and realizing what, you know, what is needed in life to succeed and to be successful and, and not just like kind of get by and also kind of recognizing that I do have a bit of a, an extra thing attached to that. And, you know, running, running a, a channel or like doing anything content wise for like for yourself, like there's people that can be inspire you and you can kind of take, look at and try to replicate and use that as a starting point. But there's no handbook. There's no clear, like, this is the way that you do things. And I think hardcore is definitely a microcosm of like, you know, doing certain things, but doing it the hardcore way versus just maybe someone who has no background in DIY music. So if I think back to like the very beginnings of Scoped, you know, there's definitely like, I've said it a million times, but definitely Sunny, Sunny's work through Hey Five Six definitely inspired me to like get involved and do that for my own scene on on a much smaller scale for sure. And you know, watching how he's evolved and how he's changed his process and his practice, um, it kind of it really kind of forced it. It it put a little bit of a a thing in me where it's like I don't want to essentially like just copy what he's doing because at the beginning I was just like I don't know what to do with the the titling for the beginning of this video so I'm just going to look at what Sunny's done and kind of tweak it just ever so slightly and I think that's a very common thing for anyone creative but again hardcore is so niche in the grand scheme of of the music industry and creative stuff in general so I didn't have much to go off of so I think I think since um, I think since then it's been like, okay, like there's certain trends or certain ways of doing things, but like, I have also been able to put my own spin on it for any specific videos. So, and that's not, and that's just solely for the editing. It's the processes of how many sets I upload, um, a day, how, like, what's the frequency after a fest runs? Um, how do you do it when bands uh don't want every single set filmed how do you maintain those relationships and do that and especially through a lot of the early years of scoped i was very just very gung-ho as to trying to have everyone be happy with the work that i was doing everyone like me everyone you know make sure that they support me and and try to ride for this thing that i was doing and i think overall like in time i realized that not everyone's going to fuck with what I do and not everyone should fuck with what I do because if it's just this conglomerate of people just riding um, for your shit and you have no one to check you, give you another perspective, these are all things that I've really learned doing this shit for so long. And I think it's been challenging now, especially doing scoped with, the stuff that I mentioned earlier about the ADHD and like just kind of being in a certain spot in life where I kind of needed to buckle down and be more serious about providing for my family and trying to like prioritize those things. 
um, a lot of stuff for the past year for Scoped has been, you know, me publicly, silently publicly uh, struggling with that. Um, And I think the goal that what I'm trying to do with Scoped going forward is knowing that there is obviously something here, but knowing that that needs sustainability, it needs organization, it needs proper time. And I know that I definitely overextended myself, especially in 2022. There was like a lot of fests that I took on that at the time it was like, okay, this is our, you know, I was very hungry. I I very much wanted to be one of the top considerations for people for any fest all anywhere in the world to either fly out to have on our channel um and i think there's still a part of me that would like that because that's given me so many amazing opportunities and made so many amazing connections um and like i know that i can i know that i have the stamina and a focus to do a hardcore fest 99 percent of you motherfuckers do not <laughs> um this is a very small tangent, but all the, and this goes back to something that's just dead and gone at this point. But with the whole video, when, when Sonny was talking about, you know, when he was at tied down and he was very uh, frustrated with someone who was messing with his camera gear and turned off his camera in the middle, middle of filming TY. Um, and a lot of people were giving him grief about that. And this podcast is not about that specifically, but I was just so frustrated and I commented on the video being like 99% of you will never know what it's like to essentially have to be on for an entire hardcore fest. Like the only other person who's on fully during a fest is probably the person who's uh, booking it. Um, you know, bands can check in and out. Photographers can not shoot the first bands show, show up late when you're, like hired or you're trying to be an archivist and document you have to be there for every single band you have to be there five minutes before they even start playing um there's rarely any time for bathroom breaks because even in a 15 minute changeover from band to band there might be a huge lineup for the bathroom and you can't afford to stand in line and risk not doing that there's been plenty of times where i've not caught in the first song because I wasn't prepared and I wasn't on it. And Sonny is someone that I see at any festival that he's filming, he's like parked on the stage, ready to go at all times. So with all like going, that's a little tangent there, but to just to go back, like I still like filming and being, yeah, being in the consideration for that because, you know, I, I wanted this project to be kind of like a beacon to what's happening in you know, Western Canada. And obviously that like started as me just filming the bands up here. But then I realized, well, if I go and film a fest in California and I take those sets home and I put them online, that's that much more many people who are going to check out our channel, see that we're from Canada, and then just start to plant that seed as far as like, oh, like there are people in Canada that are that love hardcore enough that they want to come all the way here to like be a part of it and then they can go down the the 
the rabbit hole of, oh, here are the Canadian bands that Spencer's also filmed. Oh, here's the shows. Here's the venues. Here's the scene. Here's the promoters. Here's everyone who's tagged. And, you know, obviously it's not like every single band is going to do that. But the more times I have people on the podcast or talk to people at shows, it's like, I know that there's a cause and effect for me doing what I'm doing. And as much as that's been an exciting like realization it's also been a crazy like oh now this is a responsibility and you know i've been you know i'm a big spider-man fan so when i think with great power comes great responsibility and i think with all the sets and fests that we had taken on a lot of last year i just wasn't really responsible with you know maintaining my bandwidth to be able to get those things done but also like being responsible with the project from a like a a manager standpoint and i hate talking about scoped like it's it is the small you know business where i have to where i'm ceo um because it feels a little disingenuous but like it truly is something that requires certain people to be managers of be like the the active people to be doing that and it's just been so apparent to me that like if this is going to last and if this is going to be sustainable for me and for me to continually grow this and to continue the mission of trying to be the the quote-unquote back the bat signal for not just canadian hardcore but western canada hardcore specifically I need to nurture that. I need that to give it time. And I also need to not go just say yes to every single opportunity that I can't fulfill. Like I'm I'm looking and sitting at my little whiteboard that's on my desk here, just looking at all the fests that I still have sets to edit. But it only was like when I had set up a like a an Excel sheet. I set up an Excel sheet like you know, a few months ago, just like listing out, okay, the only way out of this is like for me to fucking get my shit in gear and get organized. And I list out every single set that I have not posted yet. And it's been rewarding to like tick off like, okay, that band's done, that band's done. I'm going to work on this next. And there's a part of me that like, again, like I, I don't want to get jaded and lose the love of like filming a band, but if I'm being a thousand percent honest, like I've definitely like <laughs> I've lost it's a love hate relationship when it comes to the editing side of side of things. Cause there's so many people that like, I love filming a band. I feel like when you are archiving a band, you get the perfect seat in the house when it comes to being able to see, be, be able to stand side stage and see the, full energy and motion of a band on 50% of your peripheral and then the other 50% is the crowd and the and the meeting in the middle of the interactions and the stage dives and the sing-alongs like that's the shit I live for and you know there's people that you know will just be able to enjoy that from like a, a purely passive like you know they're just a stage potato um, but when I get to film a hardcore show and I can feel that energy and I can feel myself moving my camera and my lens with the energy and catching every stage dive and every 
person grabbing the mic and all the little funny bits in the t- in between that's when i can leave a hardcore show and feel fully like just like my cup is full when i i'm seeing when it's becoming a problem now when i do like a four camera setup and we have so much awesome stuff to work with and it's the realization about okay so a 20 minute set is now going to take an you know an hour to edit cuz you know we got to set up we got to sync all the footage we have to you know cut this we have to go back and review we got to review all this and this is all on top of like you know the the maintenance of you know like holding so much footage maybe my computer is running slow because i don't have like the you know the perfect editing setup all this shit like costs money and costs time and the more shows and different things that we go it, it just like that attention to detail and those things that require a fast output of a set get higher and higher. And I think there was definitely things that I, again, said yes to, and then just didn't create either the bandwidth for myself to be able to give myself time to edit or set a reasonable schedule. And I know that I'm someone that over promises and under delivers at times. And I'm really trying to work on that for myself. And that's, you know, scoped related that's professionally that's all these things and part of that i think is due to like some of my adhd stuff and the person i was talking with really talked to me about you know you can't like you don't thrive when someone is telling you yeah just like set your own schedule set your own goals and all those things and we'll just kind of be watching from the sidelines i need i need to the best working environment for me is to be able to have deadlines set for me and accountability is like there from someone else um and and then i can vocalize hey like i need help or it will give me the proper pressure when i have when i have to be the one to to boss myself around it's it's just not it's historically not gone for me and With all with all of that s- stuff that I've been working on, and these realizations for myself, it's in the midst of me knowing. So many people are are waiting for their sets, and you know, if you follow us on Instagram, I kind of like did this long post, and I think it's just it wasn't like I was getting berated with messages about where's X set from X fest from X year. A lot of this stuff that I'm feeling and that I'm rambling about here with you on this podcast is like it's self-imposed. And, you know, I've definitely gotten a few messages and some few sly comments that I've seen on Twitter. And as soon as I made that post, I was like checked with the community that I've you know been able to build through um, through this through this network and so many people from all like so many just random people so many people in bigger bands being like hey man you don't know anyone anything and i i do i do agree with that statement um but i do know and give empathy to be on the other side that someone who's played a fest and whether they had a shitty a shitty set or maybe an amazing set there's there's a part where you want to be able to relive that 
by. And that's, a, again, a huge reason why I started this. I wanted to fill a gap that I was seeing in my scene to be able to do that. And I am a huge advocate for people to start documenting their, their local scene because it doesn't matter if you don't have dope bands that are coming to your area or you have dope bands who are local to your area. Those videos like might be cool to be watch like for people to watch back in the you know months leading after a show or or even the past year, but I'm thinking about when people are watching scoped exposure videos in ten, fifteen, twenty years at that time because the internet is forever, and I you know people use that more in a negative term, but I believe like when people when bands break up because every band you ever love will break up whether they're officially broken up or not and but they're you know not playing shows for 10 years that's broken up in my opinion but every band will break up people will move on life changes and so to be able to like preserve these these moments where we're all under one roof and singing the same song and and everything's happening at the show to me, it doesn't really matter about the numbers of being able to um, to put up for a channel or, or clout or any of that. It's like genuinely, I, I want to be able to give people that memory that they can go relive that. And on the flip side, in the more present day, for people to be able to see that and then want to get, you know, want to get involved, want to see what it's all about, because that's exactly how it was for me. Seeing that energy through any of the Hey Five Six videos and starting to go to shows and seeing the energy at my shows and wanted to be able to to kind of fill that void. So, you know, when I look and I see everything that I have yet to do and then I think about the things that I want to do for this channel, um, you know, podcast-wise, different initiatives... I'm really trying to pace myself and say, hey, like, I got a lot going on and scoped is a huge part of my life, but it's not the only part of my life, nor, nor should it be. And I think I'm really needing to just kind of like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a quitter by any means. And I really think that this thing can do do some really good things for Canadian hardcore, for hardcore in general. And I'm very honored for any nice messages that people have been sending as far as what scope means to them. And, you know, if it's gotten them into hardcore, if it helps them stay connected, if they're, you know, a parent and they can't go to shows as much, all of that really matters to me. And I really believe in this project as far as what it can do and where it can go where and what that is i think i've been open to seeing how that can change because the podcast as an example really started as just a very um just like a small addition to filming the bands and definitely that this has become almost more impactful than the sets at times um and if anything, it's given me as a creative more enjoyment because, again, going back to like, I love filming bands, but the editing side, I'm like really in a love-hate relationship for. And I say love-hate because I, I literally edited a set of a band yesterday that I was dreading at first, but like by the end of the edit, I was like, man, this, 
Ben is fucking killing it. Like, there's all these great angles to choose from. So that's where it kind of comes into a love-hate relationship. But um, going going back, the podcast was just like, oh, here's a way that we can add just a subtle extra little content thing. But it's like, that's given me a lot more, like, to be frank, joy <laughs> to be able to, you know, lock in an interview, like build up a, a new skill um, when it comes to just like the outreach and learning th- that side of things. Um, but all that to be said is like I can't really I'm not I'm not going to be able to take scoped full time in the way that I think that it could work um whether there's you know a sponsorship um to kind of back the project because all this is literally for love of the game there's no agenda for fucking like trying to get listeners or any of that it's like I'm doing this because I love this shit and I love hardcore and this is my way of like doing my part and i think when when people say like do your part i think that can look different to different people because some people might snap a few pics and post it and that they feel like that's doing their part and i'm a little crazier and i think about doing the podcast the sets a playlist like all that kind of stuff but i think all that being said it's like i know that i've done my part and i think i need to be able to kind of pull the reins back a little bit and kind of get some things right in my life and things, you know, clear the slate with anything that I filmed in 23, 2022, or even 21. Um, and kind of like be able to decide like where, what eggs am I going to like put place a little bit more when it comes to doing scope. So with all this rambling, which I hope is, at least interesting to like fans of, of scoped. Um, I kind of, again, coming into this, I didn't really want to like have this big list of things that I wanted to cover. I was like, I kind of just wanted to free flow, spit it. Like this is my first take doing this. Like I had a few, <laughs> few takes at the very beginning that I was like, ah, I can't do this. But I think once I got it and the ball starts rolling, here we are. So I think like moving forward, you know, scoped to keep it sustainable. Um, podcast wise, you know, usually we've been doing Tuesdays and Fridays. I'm going to leave our main episode day for interviews on Fridays. And then Tuesday will kind of be like a, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling it slash if we have something extra in the mix. So the thing that's extra in the mix might be a listen up monthly thing. If that's falling on a Tuesday, if we have to do Friday and move a interview to Tuesday, what have you, it might be something like this where something is happening in the hardcore scene that I want to talk about, kind of just share my perspective on. Um, it, it could be really anything. It could be nothing. It could just be like, sorry, nothing else. Um, but I think, doing that is going to allow me to kind of focus on clearing the slate of the stuff from new friends, snow and flurry, Montreal, madhouse, hold ground, scope five, like all that shit. And, you know, sometimes when you, you're doing this, I found that scoped live set content can kind of be feast or famine. Um, you know, we definitely had a, a, a time of famine when shows were first coming back and it was like, 
film one show with five bands and all those sets would be out in a week. Um, and then there's times now where it's like, you know, now we're coming up on a year of certain sets not being able to do that, which is my number one most hated thing when I'm like looking at the the folder uh, of the show and it's like, oh, that was a year ago. Like, exactly. So with all that being said, I'm not, I'm going to try to like just clean the slate. There are two fests that we are covering this year uh, in 2022, which is uh, New Friends 2023, um, which I guess like I'm fine to kind of just say that in the episode. Um, I'm, I'm literally going for a tech visit at the venue later today, but that officially will probably be announced um, on the socials probably once I finish up all the sets, which... At this point, I'm happy to say I think there's only five sets left. By the time you hear this, there might be a... F- no. Well, yeah, five sets from that. And the other one is Hold Your Ground, um, just because I'll be local to Ontario at that point. Um, aside from that, unless someone's specifically asking for me to go film something and it works within my schedule and what I have going on, like there, there are some fests that I've had to turn down, and that's been that's bummed me out. But I, it's something that I've realized that I I need to do better at as far as not chasing every single road. There was definitely times for scoped where I would say yes to so many things, and I think it definitely opened up a lot of doors. Um, but that being said, it's um, it's just it's just different now and I need to kind of tweak some of those things. And then after that, man, it's like, there's no, there's nothing else on the calendar and I would kind of like it to keep it that way for a little bit. Um, I definitely, there's definitely a lot of things that I've been putting off to doing for the podcast and it's just the available time in all things in my life um, to be able to kind of split between podcasts filming bands, being a husband, taking care of my two dogs, working full-time, pl- you know, playing in two bands, trying to be conscious of, of my health, trying to improve all those different areas. It's like sometimes I do feel like a robot, honestly, where I'm just trying to perform every single day. And I could be 10 times more productive than kind of like anyone else in my life but I still feel like I failed in that day and it's been shitty honestly like it's just been like man does everyone feel this way um and you know I'm trying to be like just honestly as transparent as possible because I feel like if I share this you know there's there's certain people like doing the archival side, I know there's a, a, a number of people that probably listen to this podcast that take photos or maybe they f- film at shows. But, but the people that are like actively archiving and doing anything, it's like it takes it's it's honestly taken a toll. And I'm thinking about if I share my experience, maybe that might help one other person as far as who's feeling a similar kind of way. Or maybe it's even someone in the band who's like, feeling a similar kind of way off of what's going on in their world. And I don't know, I'm trying to just be better at like not being a silent sufferer. And 
I, I really, again, I have, it's been very like isolating at times being in Ontario just because there's tons of homies from out here and shows and, but you know, even going to certain shows, like I've definitely like, this is not my scene. This is not, you know, the people that I feel like are my brothers and sisters. Um, but like being back in Calgary, even going to one show there and seeing so many of my friends and people that I've worked with and seeing bands that I haven't seen in a long time, like those, I, I, I'm missing that, honestly. And I don't know exactly when I'm going to be back in Calgary full time and what that looks like and, you know, how much is happening. But it's definitely been it's been a time. And this podcast is like one of the only outlets for me and a place that I can kind of express my thoughts. And with being out here and working, working full time is, you know, my, my podcast schedule has been so out of whack. And I apologize to any potential guests who are coming on the show or, or other fans like where I've been, you know, needing to reschedule and change things around. And I'm really just trying to get to a point in my life where I can do the things that I want to and but at the same time be able to just like leave that for the day and whether it ended on a good note or a bad note I can just leave that and be able to kind of like have some time to actually like feel like proud of myself to because I am proud of everything that I've done for scoped and there's I, I shouldn't say that I, I'm I'm very proud of where scoped is today and what it's become there's definitely been a lot of challenges and lessons along the way that I've like had to learn from and apply and those have been more valuable than the wins of scoped for sure um, because I've learned more but with that being said I have just if I'm thinking of everything in peaks and valleys like this is this is the valley with like the scorched earth, like there's no water around and I'm kind of just like going through and I'm trying to every day just move the needle a little bit further when, you know, the shit's a grind. And I really have been trying to remind myself that it's okay to, you know, take a, take a weekend off, take a week off, you know, but also trying to find the better ways to be able to make this shit like have longevity and not just it was for a time. Cause I personally don't want to put up, I don't want to, I don't want to put, to, to make the post with the fucking 2016 to whatever year it is. I'm not even going to say a year because I don't want to jinx it. Um, I truly want to be able to do scoped, like forever if I can like I don't think this project is like time specific I think I might not be filming bands for the entirety of this project the podcast might might not even be existing all throughout the pod the this project but I feel like the process of like documenting not just Canadian hardcore but hardcore in general 
is one that can be done through multiple means. And I want to be able to do this for a long, long time. I want this to be the constant because I, I believe in this. And I think that there's a lot of other people that believe in this. And I think that we're, you know, we're scoped as six this year. I think by the time we get to 10, that 10 is definitely a marker of like, do, do we keep this ship going? Have we created the infrastructure needed to like make this sustainable? Are there things set up in a way where I could like fully check out for like an entire week and, you know, it's things are still being posted and, and the train is still moving through? Like when I look at things that I aspire scope to be now, which is like if it's more of a publication, like I look at something like Knotfest and I'm like, I feel like I could get to something like that in time where there's multiple shows, there's, you know, blogs, there's multiple interviews, like there's all those kinds, kinds of things, but it's just done a lot smaller scale, obviously. Um, but yeah, like there's, I just, I, I've realized that I, if I continue to burn myself out, I'm just going to be put in a spot mentally where my brain goes to like, I just got to hang up the towel. I'm just, I got to hang it up. And I really, I, I'm choosing not to hang it up, but I'm also choo choosing to be able to, A, communicate how I feel and talk to, you know, either the fans or my friends or whatever. Um, but also realizing that no one's going to make these changes in my life for me, but me. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm making those changes, baby. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I think Friday we're going to post a podcast interview, uh, of some kind. Tuesday is kind of a freebie day and, you know, still do the listen up every month. Um, we're going to post as much of the sets that have been weighing over my head for a long time. Um, and then, yeah, we'll film the odd hardcore show. You know, Jordan back in Calgary might do that. There might be a few more Ontario ones that I cover. Um, and then that is going to be it. That already feels like a lot, but that to me sounds like less than what I've been trying to force to do versus just letting it kind of get to a point where we can add that in. Like I've said it multiple times for people that listen avidly to the podcast, but like I got ideas on ideas for, st for projects, for scope, for different series, for stuff that's way outside of the realm that, that we do. Um, but a lot of those require money. A lot of those require a lot of like, like not just like brainstorming, but actual time and testing and, and all those things. And, you know, whether those come to fruition or not, um, and whether it takes one year or 10 more years for those things that come to fruition, that's, I'm just leaving that up to the hardcore gods, I guess. Um, but in the meantime, I'm just like really trying to focus on getting myself right and putting that, kind of back into the things that fill up my cup, which is, you know, my dogs, my family, um, playing in the bands that I'm in and doing this shit.
And yeah, <laughs> again, not really having a point of where this episode would end and where it would begin uh, and what we would cover, but it's literally my 43 minute just like brain dump of everything that I've been up to. Um, I, I think just like the last thing that I'll kind of hit on is like, if, if you play in a band and you've been, you felt a certain kind of way about thing, like you not seeing a set or you feel like I've done anything in, in, in within any manner, I'll say, I'll say this and you can clip it and hold me accountable to it. Anyone that's got an ish can, can send me a message. I will hear you out. I'll share my perspective as far as, hey, like, here's another, here's maybe a, a certain reason that, you know, things haven't gone the way that I wanted to when it comes to editing this fest or this set. Um, I'm so, like, because I, I, I know how you feel. I would go to many a shows and play in many a bands where there would be one person who's taken the photos and then I would ask if they got my band and they said, oh, I'm only here for so-and-so. When Scoped Exposure is in the room, I'm here for, for everyone. That has always been the goal. I'm not trying to play favorites. I'm not trying to think about, oh, like this band is going to give me the most whatever. I play off of the serendipity of being able to give equally to all these people because not to get something in return, but like generally just like that person, that one act might keep someone more like that much more interested in being a part of hardcore because they, they were given an equal patting on the back. And so I get it. If you've been eagerly awaiting X set from X fest. Um, but if you're if you're gonna be talking shit for sure, um, that's gonna put you right at the bottom of the to do list. I'll just like say it right there. But if you message me and you have a grievance that you want to get off your chest, or there's something that you just want to talk to me about when it comes to it, like I'm an open book. My line is always open. There's a lot of people who have known this, but still avoid like trying to just like get over get over their own hurdle of like communicating with me and I've you know it's not very much on me anymore to try to you know try to like hold that person's hand so I'm, I'm putting it out there that I'm not going to hold your hand but I will give you the time of day if you want to chat and I always keep my door open like scoped has a you know let it be known that Scoped has an open door policy. Doesn't mean that, you know, I'm going to respond to every single message. But like, if you have something to say, I'm willing to hear you out. And I understand where you're coming from, where I know it means something to you. It means something to me, too. Like, I, I've told people that if I could just throw money at someone to edit every single set and have it everything out by you know today <laughs> what what day is it today july 11th if, if 
I had a crazy AI overnight that was going to perfectly cut a set, and it cost costed no money. Everything would be online at this point. That's not the reality. That's not how life works. That's not how hardcore should work. Um, but that being said, like, I understand where you're coming from. I'm I'm doing my best, and I think I need to say that out loud to myself a little bit more, and say that to you. Like, I'm doing my best and i know that my best might not be enough for you and that's okay too but i'm setting my own pace and i'm trying to not judge myself that my pace is what it is and it's only going to be able to get better if i don't continue to burn myself out and just like make my mental and my situation worse than it already is. So, with that being said, um, be on the lookout for some new stuff. Um, podcasts on Fridays and sometimes on Tuesdays. Um, there is a... I'm really trying to lean in to doing more clips for the podcast, not only on social media, like on on Instagram, but like doing a like a proper clips channel um, because there's a lot of you that are like newer and you know either you'll go back and listen to a full you know older episode or there's some there's probably some people that might not do that. So I really want to like pull those great moments out from different podcasts we've done in the past and kind of rebring those up. So that's definitely gonna be something that hopefully if I have a little bit more time into the fall into the winter i want to start you know kind of putting that into the process um scoped has about 40 more episodes for the for the podcast season so if there's anyone that you want to to see me in to see me interview i always love getting those messages um there's a few people that we're in talks with right now but obviously festival season time in the summer and touring, you know, it's been challenging to lock some people down and then add that on top of my own schedule. It's its own thing. Um, but all that being said, um, I really do appreciate anyone who's either been following Scope for a day versus the six years that we've been going. Um, I know there's some people that follow, you know, to try to think that I'm going to give them like this huge crazy bump, but the people that I think about that like really ride for me and really like I would die for are the people that, you know, are, are just appreciative of me and recognize what I do is important and recognize me as a person, not as just a machine to kind of serve the hardcore agenda. Um, but yeah, there's been so many great people that I've been able to create what feels like lifelong friendships with. Um, and it's not because they want something out of me. They're just, they're just excited about hardcore and how our paths cross. So yeah, I just really appreciate everyone. I want to give a huge love and shout out to Jordan. Um, Jordan runs the podcast while I'm interviewing people. Jordan's been kind of like my second hand at Scoped and he's just been amazing because 
he'll hear me ramble on like a like an hour-long phone call with him about something but he also is someone where we're like okay let's make a plan and he's on it um he's gonna be you know the first person on the payroll when it comes to scope stuff when we can actually do that shit um but he's just like i just really appreciate him as a friend him as like a colleague and yeah jordan i i just i really feel i i know that this would be a this would be a whole different conversation as far as how much i can do when it comes to scoped if um if he wasn't in the picture so i love you jordan appreciate you bro and um keep at it with your witty remarks <laughs> jordan is really the one that really uh I, I want to have him and his voice more on the podcast. But now now I'm just tangent tangenting. Um yeah, there's a lot of dope stuff happening in Western Canada and Canada in general. So I don't really need to f- I don't feel like I need to do like a plug for any shows or fests or anything like that. Um but just keep on the lookout. We Western Canada's got some shit brewing. Um you know, scoped exposure is good, just going to be in the mix of all that. So, again, really appreciate everyone who's been listening to the podcast. Um, apologies again for the lack of transparency. I, I don't know if this has been overly transparent, but I, again, feel like, well, if I share this, maybe it helps one other person, uh, whether you have ADHD or not, whether you have your own situation where you're feeling burnt out. Um if you if you're not taking care of yourself and putting yourself first it's like really it's just really like it affects every line that you have connected to you and uh i'm i'm really starting to put that into practice here um so again thanks for listening to this this podcast uh let me know if you you like me rambling let me know if you don't like me rambling and just kind of like going off the cuff like this but I will say there's a lot of people that comment that I say like too much and I and I know I almost did that. <laughs> I know that I'm being very aware of the words that I'm choosing here and I feel that I have done a very good job of not using the L word on this podcast when it's just me speaking. Maybe I just get a little too excited when I have a guest on. I'm a little nervous because I want to do a good interview where I'll use use like as a little bit of a crutch there. But I'm trying to get I'm trying to get better at that. And I, if someone's been counting the amount of times I've I've said like, just you know, just comment it in the episode or um, DM it to me. Anyways, sometimes I I don't know really how to end this, so I'll just like kind of forcefully end it. Um, we'll be back on Friday with a. a a uh, brand new interview episode. Uh, in the meantime, take care of yourselves. Uh, listen to some bands. Buy a record. Start a band. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Uh, but most importantly, um, prioritize yourself. And if someone's putting the pressure on, fuck them. Love you guys. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.